0: Hi, this is Nancy Earald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And it is July first, twenty twenty-two, and I'm here
1: with Claudia Travellas, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity, Claudia. Thank you so much, Nancy. I always love, I love our beginning of the month astrological projections for the month. I think they're just so much fun. I really enjoy doing them.
0: Well, I'm glad you're here. And thanks for coming on. And just so you guys know, you know, Claudia will do readings for you and give everybody your website so they know how to find you.
1: My website is discoveryourimprint.com.
0: Okay. And she does a really in-depth astrological chart. So, you know, and she talks about the um, what is it? The human design.
1: I always forget what it's called. She talks about human
0: design. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why it's called discovery. Your imprint. So which is an imprint, your astrological chart is an imprint at the moment you're born as is your human design chart, as are your destiny cards, which are based on the day that you're born. So you really get a comprehensive view of your, imprint which is self-empowering because that's if you, know who you are and why you're here then you know you're ahead of the game
0: yeah that's true you are ahead of the game well let's talk about july i mean you say that the energies um are tumultuous full of unexpected change um this is through the end of 22 it's important to stay focused on what you control you say talk about what's happening right now Claudia
1: well today is the first of July right the beginning of July and what's interesting there's a couple of things that are very interesting beginning today one is that the uh, month of July begins and ends with strong Mars aspects so whenever Mars is dominant there's always going to be, you know, it ups the antic. It's um, a way to look at it is is that Mars adds fuel to the fire. Great. (laughs) And there's a few fires burning. So, yeah,
0: (laughs) well, and, you know, I want to know not to get into all, I don't like to get political on the show, but I just wonder about the Roe versus Wade situation
1: astrologically. I mean, did you see that coming? Well, the, um, well, I think everyone saw that there you know, would be an attempt, right? Especially after that leak. But the um, full moon, the eclipse, actually, the eclipse that preceded that in Vedic astrology had to do with feminine organs, you know, the female regenerative. And so what I, my personal feeling is that with the astrology in the fall, where there's a lot of um, uh, unexpected change and it disrupts it. My feeling is that it's going to get reversed. Oh, really? Yeah. In other words, that there'll be some way that it's codified that, you know, people will, will have that right. And the reason I say that is because the Saturn... Uh, the fourth really Saturn Uranus connection because there were three in 2021, which is revolutionary and uprooting. There's a fourth one coming together this fall, September October time frame. For a period of time, these two planets are running close together in a square, but then the full moon eclipse in uh on November 8th, which will be in Taurus, mm-hmm. is is also in that same uh, vedic nakshatra it's called that has to do with the feminine and it's conjunct the planet uranus which is unexpected change so i think it's going to disrupt this um, you know latest overturning of roe versus wade and It's been interesting. I will say, um, I'll
0: throw my two cents in. Um, I've always, you know, when I was younger, I was really for abortion. And I am for women choosing. But now that I've been so um, connected with the divine, I look at things completely differently. But I think it's nice that each state will have their own choice. Like that, to me means like more people will be able to voice, you know, their opinion. I kind of like that, you know, where our voices are heard. Sometimes I feel like, you know, it's so far removed that people feel like their voices aren't heard.
1: You know what I mean? Well, I think basically, this is about personal freedom. Yeah, you can't be an advocate of personal freedom against vaccines and against, you know, mandates, and then be for, you know, blocking personal freedom for a woman's right to choose. I think a woman has a right to choose, but I
0: do feel again, I don't want to get all political, but I'm so connected to the to God. And you know, now I realize how things work more than I ever did. And I didn't, I just will tell the audience I am a minister now. And so I congratulations, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I I, am a real minister. I can perform weddings. And you know, when I was younger, like I said, I was like way for abortion, but my thoughts have changed and my feelings have changed, not for choice, because I understand incest and rape and those type of things. And we should be able to do that. But I also think it shouldn't be so easy because growing up for me, it was really easy. Um, now they have the morning after pill, which we didn't have that
1: mm-hmm. when I
0: was growing up. I mean, that would have been right. That would have been the way to roll. <laughs> you know, If you made a mistake, at least you could correct it before it got too far ahead. But astrologically, I was just curious of, of what um, was you know what the stars showed. But um so you say Mars is in Aries it squares Pluto um in Capricorn triggering challenging reactions, discord, impulsive responses. So this is going to go let's see into the 3rd
1: and the 4th. But anything going to happen for the 4th of July? Well, so it's an interesting time frame. So again, looking at the month at a whole, you know, it begins with this challenging Mars-Pluto aspect, which just means that impulsiveness is running rampant. <laughs> and, you know, people just aren't, you know, stopping to think. But at the same time, also, um, there's uh, what's called the serious Gateway in other words, Sirius is one of the brightest, you know, the brightest fixed stars in the heavens. And in ancient Egypt, you know, pyramids were aligned to stars, et cetera, et cetera. So this period of time, the first week of July, is a time when the uh, the uh, when Sirius, the Syrian energy, is very dominant on Earth. So. Basically it's counterintuitive because the sun is actually furthest from the earth this week this first week in July right. like you would think it's closest especially in the northern hemisphere cuz it's summer and it's it can be hot right but in fact the sun is furthest away so it's more aligned with this fixed star Sirius which is looked at by ancients as a vortex where wisdom And uh, more intuitive thought and, you know, more guidance can easily come through on the planet. So that's a really positive thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't
0: mean to interrupt you. But as you're saying that, I've been really getting more insight.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what this time frame is for. So it's not so, you know. The sun is in cancer. People want to have cookouts and barbecues and be around family and eat, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And that's good, but it's also a good time because, you know, it's also a good time to kind of slow down and make sure there's enough space in between all the activities just to be able to tune in, you know, to one's own guidance.
0: Yeah. um, To stay balanced. I I feel like there's so much going on outside of us that I feel like what you're saying is stay balanced so that as these things occur, we're not so out there.
1: Right. Exactly. And that's part of what I said, because of the, all these changes, especially through the end of 2022 and even further really till the end of 2025, but just not to get overwhelmed by looking at too big a Mm timeframe, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, it's, and a lot of it is because of a lot of Uranian energy. Uranus is a planet of the unexpected. So what does that do? It throws you off, right? When something unexpected happens, it tends to throw you off. So the key is you know, to really have tools to keep oneself centered so they're not so thrown off. You know, breathing techniques, you know, meditation, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. You know, I pull angel cards on TikTok (laughs) under High Road to Humanity, if you guys want to watch me, and I pull them every day. And what I've been getting is exactly that, to stay balanced, to connect with the divine, to take those few minutes you know, to know that you are divinely guided and that you are connected. And if, you know, we choose to be connected, it's just like choosing to get up in the morning and brush your teeth. You can uh-huh. to be connected or not. And when you're not all these outside energies, this is just my feeling. They start to impact you because you're not centered. So then you are all over the place.
1: Exactly. So to, you know, to come from a place of being centered, you have a better chance of manifesting what you want. If you're off center, you're going to manifest chaos. And as we can see, there's plenty of chaos happening on the planet right now at many levels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really important to stay as centered as possible. And all those things, you know, traditional things, whether it's meditation, prayer, the combination of those, you know, slow breathing, because breathing is something you can always control. So to you know, breathe in and have your out breath be double the amount of time it took your in breath is a real quick way to center yourself.
0: Well, that's nice. I like that you said
1: that. Hey, you guys, we are doing the podcast
0: today. Um, if you're watching us, which you probably are <laughs> on IROT to Humanity, um, we do the podcast as well. It's produced by Toginet Radio. And um, you will find us on Apple Podcasts. You will find us on Toginet, of course. You will find us on Spotify. You'll find us on iHeart Radio. And um, I'm here today with Claudia Travellis. We're doing the astrological um, forecasts for July 2022. This is Nancy out This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right
2: back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities.
0: Hold your head the world is coming, watch the color. Hi, this is Nancy Uralt, and I have some very exciting news to share with you. High Road to Humanity can now be found on Apple TV and Roku. I've signed on with Healing Within TV, and this is where you'll find my channel, High Road to Humanity. This platform offers live interaction, so you'll be able to ask questions and call in when we go live. I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show all these years, and I will see you on the high road. God bless.
2: We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road.
0: Hi, this is Nancy Uralt, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here today with Claudia Trevellis. We're talking about astrology for July, and I'm so glad you've joined me today. We do such a a great, I think, service to people to kind of help, you know, give you a little heads up on what's going to happen. You said you want to talk a little more about what's going to happen on July 4th and
1: 5th. Is that right? Yeah, well, also with this um, Sirius gateway, because I want to make the point that Sirius, the fixed star Sirius, which is a brightest star in the heaven is also called the dog star and this is where the saying the dog days of summer comes from <gasps> okay <laughs> all right didn't know that thank you yeah anyway so uh, so today is this mars pluto aspect and the energy of that is just impulsive it's like any place that there are resentments you know that have been harboring under the surface it kind of can have the effect of bringing them to the surface. The point is it may not be direct. So it could be like, you know, when you drive, you know, when people are driving, they're just more irritable and their irritation and impulsiveness and anger comes out there then, rather than at what the original situation was that triggered it. So the bottom line is just a time to really be self-aware and be careful.
0: Of Of what you say to people, how you say it to people.
1: How you say it, and even just realizing that it, things are combustible, you know today, for the next couple of days. The energy starts to shift with the uh, on the third and fourth because um, the planets start to move. So Mars will leave Aries, where it's been now for, you know, in this combustible time frame, and it will move into Taurus, which is a softer, more gentle energy. So that actually happens on the 4th, 5th, depending on, you know, where you live in the world. Okay. And in addition to Mars, move, I mean, Mars will move into Taurus. Mercury moves into Cancer. So it's a softer energy. It's a more gentle energy. Good, because
0: it has been kind of co- combative.
1: You know, I do some real estate on the side and my deals
0: have been like, wow, you know, unexpected things. And then... People, you know, you can tell, you know, but, and it's actually been, uh, I want to say this, a test of my uh, growth, you know, to handle it on a, on a really nice, soft, but professional direct way. Does that make
1: sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It should be be easier for a little time frame, anyway, because, uh, you know, it's just a, a way more gentle energy.
0: Good. I'm glad. I'm really glad because it's been really weird. Well, what do you say Venus in Gemini um, is, comes on 713 7, until 717? 7, something to complete. Do our words open up or shut down the flow of connection? What do you
1: mean by that? Well, Venus actually has been in Gemini. That was just a note that I was going to point oh. out. That, yeah. So even though there's this combative energy with Venus... Uh, which has been in Gemini since um, for a few weeks already. Um, it gives an opportunity to at least talk things out. Okay, so sure. you know, even though people are maybe emotional because of the planets, the sun being in Cancer and impulsive with the Mars and Aries, you know, at least it's like, okay, how? What's my communication style? Am I saying things the right way? That I'm not further aggravating people or further creating division divisiveness or hostility okay yeah so so uh venus has been in air in gemini since um the 23rd of june so and it will be there until july 17th so that's a little respite
0: <laughs> Can i ask you and i don't this is kind of a little off but as i'm thinking about what's been going on lately um, is this a time that you're supposed to really kind of stand up for your beliefs and what you feel is right. I've also been getting that card. I pull that a lot on my readings that I do for, you know, everybody to speak your truth and stand up for what you believe in. Is that part of what.
1: It's part of it. But I, I talked about this with the uh, new moon in cancer, which was uh, just a few days ago. The energy of that is because it was squared Jupiter and Aries. So mm-hmm. that brings an air, an energy where everyone thinks they're right. Okay. <laughs> so you As know,
0: I that up, I, I'm so you know, I'm like oh, this is weird, you know, because yeah, yeah, and it's like, and I want to say something because I used to be like that, and now I can see it on other people, so I know I've accomplished that, that to where I'm All like hey, I can be wrong. It's hard for people to admit they're wrong,
1: isn't it? It's really a difficult thing. It is difficult. And that's great that you realize that because the keywords for Aquarius, yeah. when the sun is in Aquarius is I know. And oftentimes an Aquarian can get carried away thinking that they know the only truth. So to realize that people can have, you know, it's just, people can have different opinions. You know, every sign has its, you know, its keywords. So it's always good to expand that. So it's not, you know, a limiting aspect, but an expansive aspect. Yeah, you are correct. I do think I know, (laughs) but I I do. (laughs) It's hard. That's the thing. That's the gift is that Aquarians can be very intuitive and there's many things they know, but the shadow is feeling that they're the only ones that know, you know, so every, every sign has a gift in its shadow. There's, You know, every aspect has its gift and its shadow. Okay. The more we're aware of the shadow, then you know, the more enlightened we become, basically. Yes. That's it. That's it.
0: Once we're aware, once we start to see it. That's so interesting. Yeah, I was um. It's interesting to watch people evolve. I was getting my hair done this week and the girl is young. She's only in her twenties. I think she's like 23, but she recognizes the pattern in her family with her mom. Um, She was in, you know, like I don't want to get into a whole thing, but she just recognizes a pattern and she's broken the pattern and how interesting to see such a young person recognize that and be working on breaking that pattern to make sure that things go well in the future for her and her children.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, that's spectacular. And actually there's been an aspect that's promoting that because when Mars came along in Aries and was conjunct um, Chiron, which was, you know, a few weeks ago, actually Chiron has to do with really getting down into some of your genetic inheritance and trying to heal that, you know, really healing at a very deep level. It's a shamanistic kind of uh, energy. So it would be interesting, you know, it's interesting that that energy was up and you picked up on it.
0: Yeah. Well, I just was amazed that she was so, I thought, wow, for, you know, she's really ahead of her time on this one. But I also feel like, you know, people are being aware at this time of these things to raise our consciousness.
1: Absolutely. And there's going to be more of that in 2023 in March, April timeframe, when uh, Jupiter comes up to Chiron, you know, it will be there for a longer period of time. So expect a lot of that deep healing to take place interesting
0: interesting okay so anything else you say on seven thirteen? the full moon is in capricorn digs up dirt oh my god shows what needs to change highly transformational take back your power oh my okay we've got
1: about four minutes (laughs) all right now we've had you know and as we've met over the last few months especially there's been a lot of these Dredging up aspects to uh, Pluto. You know, there was a period. There were three times that Venus aspected Pluto. There were three times that Mercury aspected Pluto. Because when planets go back and forth, when they retrograde, then you know, and it, they'll um, you know they'll hit a slow-moving planet. You know, right. each time when it's forward, backward, and forward again. So all of this is about dredging up what's hidden or what's been hidden. So this full moon, again, it's a super moon. Oh, is it? On 713? Yeah, yeah. The last few moons, we're in a super moon period, which simply means that the moon is closer, you know, closer to Earth. So it looks bigger. You know, they're brilliant. They're beautiful to uh, look at. But again, it's carrying uh, a thread uh, with all of these other Plutonian aspects that are Digging things up, you know, it's happening in the planet, it's happening in uh, basically because Pluto's in Capricorn, and Capricorn is wants to have uh, secure foundations. You know, Capricorn's an earth sign, it's structured. Okay. So, okay. any structure that isn't resilient yeah. right. and that needs to change will change. So, first, before it changes, Uranus is a planet that changes it. Pluto changes it too, Pluto's about transformation, but you need to know what's changing. So things like this full moon coming up, and even today the Mars Pluto shows where are their issues. Mars is more impulsive and instinctive, so it's not so much a mental revelation. But when the full moon in uh, Capricorn comes up on the 13th, expect things to be illuminated, because full moons illuminate. They bring light to Oh, situations. that's right.
0: They bring light Enough to- so
1: we, yeah, enough so, you know, it's obvious. Okay, this is a problem. This needs to change.
0: Gotcha. Hey, when we come back from um, commercial break, I want to talk about the threes, because threes have power. There's power in the number three. And I just started to realize that. Anyway, so we're here today with Claudia Travellas. She's giving us the astrological forecast for July 2022. This is Nancy Year Out. This is High Road to Humanity. We're gonna pause real quick for the podcast and we'll be right back.
2: Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road.
0: Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in?
2: Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a web page that you can edit and we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find.
0: Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up?
2: You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T O G I N E T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903 787 5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of the High Road.
0: Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here with Claudia Trevelis. We're talking about what's happening in July astrologically, and um, we were talking about the full moon that's going to happen in Capricorn on July the 13th. And, and I love how you say the moon illuminates.
1: <laughs> like it
0: makes it, yeah, we can see what's going on. Talk more about this.
1: Yeah, just like at night, you know, when the moon is full, you can see where you're going, right? So, yeah. the, full moon. Yes. so the same thing happens from an astrological standpoint. So if the full moon is aspecting any of your personal planets in your chart, you know, it's going to bring that energy forward. And from the collective standpoint, this full moon is conjunct Pluto. So Pluto is all about what's what's really going on under the surface. Where do we need to make changes to make things more uh, resilient? You know, what, what's wobbly? What's going on? Pluto and Capricorn especially is going to show what's wobbly. So basically what's happening is going back to the beginning of 2020 and early January is when Saturn conjuncted Pluto, which was a major aspect from an astrological standpoint. And obviously our experience here on Earth, because then what evolved shortly, you know, that was the beginning of COVID basically, which was a huge change for humanity. So that was really the signature aspect for you know, 2022 was the Saturn-Pluto connection. Then moving forward to 2021 was this Saturn-Uranus. So it's still the Saturn energy, but this time it's revolutionizing it. So okay. that's why there's so much more of this revolutionary type of energy here on the planet. It's like, you know, no, we got to change this. This has got to change now. And so, you know, yeah, yeah. And so that was a signature energy for 2021, because that connection happened three times. All about personal freedom versus responsibility, because Uranus is the energy of freedom. Saturn's the energy, especially Saturn and Aquarius, is the energy of being responsible for humanity. You know, what's good for humanity versus what's good just for myself. Do these two, you know, do these two connect. And we still have more of that. 2022 has this Saturn Uranus aspect coming up in the fall. So, in the meantime, you know, there's still all this transformation that was started in 2020 with Pluto. So, anytime there's a major Pluto aspect, it's going to bring up that same stuff. Okay.
0: Can I ask, I'm going to interject, i want to stop you. So when in the fall, when do you mean like August, September, October, what are we talking? And I feel like I'm picking this up intuitively. Is this where we're going to have trouble with like food shortages and gas prices, and it's going to come to a head finally, or is it going to get worse? Why do I feel that's connected with this?
1: Well, I think that's already, you know, I think that's already happening. I'm not sure it's going to really get worse necessarily, you I think to well. bring forward, cause don't forget Uranus is innovation. So part of this whole gas issue is to bring forward the innovation of Uranus, which is to rely on other forms of energy, you know, rather than be so dependent on oil. Gotcha. You know, so there's some of that. So in early October, those two planets, Saturn and Uranus come very close. They don't actually touch again as they did in 2021, three different times, but they're very, very close They're just within a few minutes. And um, so basically September, October into November, November 8th, election day is when there's a full moon eclipse conjunct Uranus. Seriously? (laughs) That makes me giggle because I'm just like, wow,
0: the powers that be are shining down the energy, right?
1: So but yeah, I mean this isn't this is like no joke. It's like choreographed, you know, in a way. And all of these Pluto energies are part of that. Anytime there's a Uranus, a Saturn, or a Pluto, you know, it's throwing things from one end to the other, you know, we're being jostled back and forth, up and down, you, you know, till all this thing, till ever, you know, all these things actually reach wherever they're going. Okay. Okay, and that's
0: where you say that you know the dirt comes up and every all the truth is revealed about things that haven't been um revealed in the past,
1: right? Right?
0: Okay, so this is an interesting time. Now, I wonder, you know, me, I always ask you these crazy questions, but (laughs) I wonder if this means the galactics
1: are going to come soon. Well, I think they're here for
0: well, yeah, they're here, but I mean,
1: (laughs) I think they're. Yeah. <laughs> Protecting, you know, making sure there's no war happening. Yeah, they they're guiding all, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't I think they step in all all the time, you know, but yeah. I think when it's serious, they're they're there.
0: Well, and now that I know what they look like and they're cloaked behind the clouds and stuff, I can start to see them and that, which is really crazy, you guys. But that's a whole other show. Anyway, <laughs> my question, I guess, I let me rephrase that. Um will they reveal themselves to yes,
1: you? yes i believe they will as uh, you know who who knows the full moon could have something about it too this full moon could reveal something about it yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but from a personal standpoint the full moon you know conjuncting pluto is a good time to see what's inside oneself that may be a blockage you know to your own journey to self empowerment and enlightenment you know so it's a good time when issues come up rather than projecting them onto to another person you know that it's their fault which can happen because full moons are oppositions anytime there's an opposition we always blame the other people but you know to use that to look inside to really clear away the dross right you know, blocks and issues and So forth is very self empowering. So it's a wonderful time for people if uh, one makes use of that energy.
0: That's interesting. That's super interesting. I don't know why I just felt like that was the time they were going to
1: show themselves. (laughs) They
0: could. They could. I don't know. It's it's really interesting stuff. Yes, and I do believe they've been here for a long time and they're helping us and they're doing. There's good and there's bad, just like there is in everything. That's what I. Yes, that's what I think. All right, so now where are we? We've made it through 717, 718, and we've talked about the dirt. Um, Everything's going to be kind of mellow until
1: the end of the month or what? Well, then the 18th, so the full moon was the 13th. The 18th, now Mercury's opposite Pluto. So so the full moon illuminated stuff. Mercury now being opposite Pluto is an opportunity to make sense out of it all. Oh, like what just happened. And the day before that, the 17th Mercury is trying Neptune. So that's sort of a very intuitive psychic energy. So it's more like, you know, allowing impressions to come in. And then the 18th is kind of acting on those impressions, as well as what came up during the full moon. Okay, so
0: on 717, that's when we're really going to have some information come in intuitively. So that's a really good day to take a little longer to meditate maybe. Mm -hmm. And what you get, I like that. I will do that because it, you know, it seems like, I don't know, I'll just throw this out there. You know, I, I really believe in meditation and quieting the mind. And it just seems like lately, the more I take those few minutes and just, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes, I get information.
1: Absolutely. It's so important. Mm -hmm.
0: So, I mean, that really hits home. It's like, and I know, you know, and it's interesting, we're all like learning and, and the more information, the more time you can take to be quiet. It sounds so weird, but just to be quiet. Mm -hmm. That's when you get the information that helps us grow, you know, so much inside. It sounds so weird, but it's the truth.
1: Excellent advice. And don't forget, Neptune has been in Pisces for all this time. You know, Neptune moves very slowly and the Piscean energy is very meditative. And Mm -hmm. Neptune just turned retrograde uh, right around this new moon in um, Cancer, which was, I think on Monday, this past Monday. Okay. and so the, the nature of that energy now that Neptune is retrograde is even more meditative. So between that and the uh, opening of the serious star system gateway, which is an opportunity to, you know, glean information, allow oneself to be open to incoming information and wisdom. Talk about the gateways people.
0: I want to know about this, you know, People talk about portals, people talk about vortexes, you talk about gateways. we got a couple of minutes here before we go to our next segment. Tell us about this gateway.
1: And again, these are, you know, um, certain periods of time that have been important, you know, throughout history. You know, the ancients didn't have TV and the Internet and Facebook. Yeah, so they looked at this. <laughs> Tiktok, <Exactly. laughs> Right, You know, they looked at the stars and they looked at patterns and they correlated these patterns with different things, you know, whether it's floods to help grow their, you know, crops or whether it was times of, you know, wisdom or, you know, when royals were uh, favored, you know, to rule the land or, you know, whatever, so it's it's valuable to look at these time frames so always the four points which are the solstice you know summer solstice winter solstice and then the two equinoxes are gateways because they're times of shifting mm-hmm. so the summer solstice which just happened you know June 21st is when the sun, you know the sun actually stops because it's moving from the longest, it doesn't stop, but you know, it appears to stop
2: because right. it's
1: moving, it's a shift from where it was, aspecting the uh, like Tropic of Cancer, right? for the Northern hemisphere, and starts moving in the other direction. So the, we experience it as the day's getting shorter. Well- well, it's the longest day of the it's year. The longest day, and now yeah. they're going to get shorter. So it's like reaching a pinnacle and change. So, whenever there's that shift of energy, that's considered a vortex or a portal.
0: It's the shift of energy that affects us energetically because we're energetic beings and just so you guys know it affects all of us we got to go to commercial right because i'm doing the podcast here today and if you want to listen to the podcast it's on apple podcast TogiNet radio it's on spotify and you can find us on iHeartRadio radio under high humanity this is nancy you out this is high humanity and we'll be right back <laughs>
2: Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyourout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road.
0: Yeah, the world is the lift your soul. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? the universe is speaking to you it's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com that's dot com. barnes and noble and amazon and thanks for picking up my book and may the energy of the universe bless you Hi, this is Nancy. You're out. This is Hi, Reggie Humanity. And I'm back here with Claudia Travellis. We're talking about what's happening in July astrologically. And um, we were talking about the full moon that's going to happen in Capricorn on July the 13th. And and I love how you say the moon illuminates. (laughs) Like it makes it. Yeah, we can see what's going on. Talk more about this.
1: Yeah, just like at night, you know, when the moon is full, you can see where you're going, right? So, yeah. the full moon. so the same thing happens from an astrological standpoint. So if the full moon is aspecting any of your personal planets in your chart, you know, it's going to bring that energy forward. And from the collective standpoint, this full moon is conjunct Pluto. So Pluto is all about what's, what's really going on under the surface. Where do we need to make changes to make things more uh, resilient? You know, what, what's wobbly? What's going on? Pluto and Capricorn especially is going to show what's wobbly. So basically what's happening is going back to the beginning of 2020 and early January is when Saturn conjuncted Pluto, in, in, which was a major aspect from an a- astrological standpoint. And obviously our experience here on earth, because then what evolved shortly, you know, that was the beginning of COVID basically, which was a huge change for humanity. So right. that was really the signature aspect for, you know, 2022 was the Saturn Pluto connection. Then moving forward to 2021 was this Saturn Uranus. So it's still the Saturn energy but this time it's revolutionizing it. So that's why there's so much more of this revolutionary type of energy here on the planet. It's like, you know, no, we got to change this. This has got to change now. And so, yeah. And so that was a signature energy for 2021 because that connection happened three times, all about personal freedom versus responsibility because Uranus is the energy of freedom. Saturn's the energy, especially Saturn and Aquarius is the energy of being responsible for humanity. You know, what's good for humanity versus what's good just for myself. Do these two, you know, do these two connect. And we still have more of that. 2022 has this Saturn-Uranus aspect coming up in the fall. So in the meantime, you know, there's still all this transformation that was started in 2020 with Pluto. So anytime there's a major Pluto aspect, it's going to bring up that same stuff. Okay. Can I
0: ask, I'm going to interject. I want to stop you. So when in the fall, when do you mean like August, September, October, what are we talking? And I feel like I'm picking this up intuitively is this where we're going to have trouble with like food shortages and gas prices, and it's going to come to a head finally, or is it going to get worse? Why do I feel that's connected with this?
1: Well, I think that's already, you know, that, I think that's already happening. I'm not sure it's going to really get worse necessarily. I think it's going to bring forward, because don't forget Uranus is innovation. So part of this whole gas issue is to bring forward the innovation of Uranus, which is to rely on other forms of energy, you know, rather than be so dependent on oil. Gotcha. You know, so there's some of that. So in early October, those two planets, Saturn and Uranus, come very close. They don't actually touch again as they did in 2021 three different times, but they're very, very close. They're just within a few minutes. And um, so basically, September, October into November, November 8th, election day is when there's a full moon eclipse, conjunct Uranus. Seriously? (laughs) That makes me giggle
0: because I'm just like, wow, the powers that be are shining down
1: the energy, right? So, but yeah, I mean, this isn't, this is like (laughs) no joke. It's like choreographed, you know? In a way, and all of these Pluto energies are part of that. Anytime there's a Uranus, a Saturn or a Pluto, you know, it's throwing things from one end to the other. You know, we're being jostled back and forth, up and down, you you know, till all this thing, till, you know, all these things actually reach wherever they're going. Uh,
0: Okay, and that's where you say that you know the dirt comes up and every all the truth is revealed about things that haven't been um, revealed in the past,
1: right? Right?
0: Okay, so this is an interesting time. Now, I wonder, you know, me, I always ask you these crazy questions, but (laughs) I wonder if this means the galactics are going to come soon. Well, I think they're
1: here for for well, yeah, (laughs) they're here, but I mean, (laughs) I think they're. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Protecting, you know, making sure there's no war happening. Yeah, they're guiding all, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they step in all all the time, you know, but yeah. I think when it's serious, they're they're there. Well, and
0: now that I know what they look like and they're cloaked behind the clouds and stuff, I can start to see them and that, which is really crazy, you guys. But that's a whole other show. Anyway, <laughs> my question, I guess, I let me rephrase that. Um will they reveal themselves
1: to yeah yes i believe they will as uh, you know who who knows the full moon could have something about it too this full moon could reveal something about it yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but from a personal standpoint the full moon you know conjuncting pluto is a good time to see what's inside oneself that may be a blockage you know to your own journey to self empowerment and enlightenment you know so it's a good time when issues come up rather than projecting them onto another person you know that it's their fault which can happen because full moons are oppositions anytime there's an opposition we always blame the other people but you know to use that to look inside to really clear away the dross right you know, blocks and issues and So forth is very self empowering. So it's a wonderful time for people if uh, one makes use of that energy.
0: That's interesting. That's super interesting. I don't know why I just felt like that was the time they were going to show themselves. (laughs) They could. They could. I don't know. It's it's really interesting stuff. Yes, and I do believe they've been here for a long time and they're helping us and they're doing. There's good and there's bad, just like there is in everything. That's what I. Yes, that's what I think. All right, so now where are we? We've made it through seven seventeen, seven eighteen, and we've talked about the dirt. Um,
1: everything's going to be kind of mellow until the end of the month, or what? Well, then the eighteenth. So the full moon was the thirteenth. The eighteenth. Now Mercury's opposite Pluto. Okay. so You know, so the full moon eliminate illuminated stuff. Mercury now being opposite Pluto is an opportunity to make sense out of it all. Oh, like what just happened. And the day before that, the 17th Mercury is trying Neptune. So that's sort of a very intuitive psychic energy. So it's more like, you know, allowing impressions to come in. And then the 18th is kind of acting on those impressions, as well as what came up during the full moon.
0: Okay, so on 717, that's when we're really going to have some information come in intuitively. So that's a really good day to take a little longer to meditate maybe. Mm-hmm. And what you got, I like that. I will do that because it, you know, it seems like, I don't know, I'll just throw this out there. You know, I, I really believe in meditation and quieting the mind. And it just seems like lately, the more I take those few minutes and just, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes, I get information.
1: Absolutely. It's so important. Mm -hmm.
0: So, I mean, that really hits home. It's like, and I know, you know, and it's interesting, we're all like learning and, and the more information, the more time you can take to be quiet. It sounds so weird, but just to be quiet. Mm -hmm. That's when you get the information that helps us grow, you know, so much inside. It sounds so weird, but it's the truth.
1: Excellent advice. And don't forget, Neptune has been in Pisces for all this time. You know, Neptune moves very slowly and the Piscean energy is very meditative. And -hmm. Neptune just turned retrograde uh, right around this new moon in um, Cancer, which was, I think on Monday, this past Monday. Okay. and so the, the nature of that energy now that Neptune is retrograde is even more meditative. So between that and the uh, opening of the serious star system gateway, which is an opportunity to, you know, glean information, allow oneself to be open to incoming information and wisdom.
0: Talk about the gateways people. I want to know about this, you know, People talk about portals. People talk about vortexes. You talk about gateways. We got a couple of minutes here before we go to our next segment.
1: Tell us about this gateway. And again, these are you know um, certain periods of time that have been important, you know, throughout history. You know, the ancients didn't have TV and the internet and Facebook. Yeah, so they looked at this <laughs> TikTok. <Exactly. laughs> Right, You know, they looked at the stars and they looked at patterns and they correlated these patterns with different things, you know, whether it's floods to help grow their, you know, crops or whether it was times of, you know, wisdom or, you know, when royals were uh, favored, you know, to rule the land or, you know, whatever, so it's it's valuable to look at these timeframes so always the four points which are the solstice, you know summer solstice winter solstice and then the two equinoxes are gateways because they're times of shifting mm-hmm. so the summer solstice which just happened you know June 21st is when the sun, you know the sun actually stops because it's moving from the longest, it doesn't stop, but you know, it appears to stop, because right. it's moving, it's a shift from where it was aspecting the uh, like Tropic of Cancer, right, for the Northern hemisphere, and starts moving in the other direction. So the, we experience it as the day's getting shorter. Wow. Well, it's the longest day of the year. Longest day, and now they're going to get shorter. So it's like reaching a pinnacle and change. So, whenever there's that shift of energy, that's considered a vortex or a portal. It's the shift of energy
0: that affects us energetically because we're energetic beings. And just so you guys know, it affects all of us. We got to go to commercial, right? Because I'm doing the podcast here today. And if you want to listen to the podcast, it's on Apple Podcasts, TogiNet Radio. It's on Spotify. And you can find us on iHeartRadio under Hiro Humanity. This is Nancy. you out. This is High Humanity. And we'll be right back. Please join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. Have a blessed week and know by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, go to my website, nancyyrott.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message From the angels, God bless.